on to a new RFM. And this is Thursday Finance, and we're looking at some more Aussie talent too. We certainly are. John Anderson, a geologist and minerals explorer with many years in the industry, exploring over Kalgoorlie, Broken Hill and Mount Isa areas, and he managed the exploration for the large company, Mount Isa Mines, before joining the company. He's with today, Investigator Resources. Hi, John. How are you? Hello, Barry. Uh, good to be talking with you. Thank you. John, let's get on with this now. I'm interested in this one very much so. A mining exploration company where its major exploration area is, I believe, in South Australia. Why that area? Well, it was where I was last hands-on when I was working with the larger companies. Had some success there. Mm-hmm. I actually live in Brisbane, but uh, when I joined the junior sector and had to create a job for myself, I first thought of South Australia, and eventually after... A, a couple of companies, uh, investigators very much focused in that part of the world, uh, particularly looking in the southern ge- or the geological province called the Southern Gaula Craton, where, uh, which contains Olympic Dam, but we're exploring in the southern part, mm-hmm. looking for Olympic Dam age mineralisation. Interesting. That uh, investigator resources is searching on its leases for what sort of minerals in specific? Well, silver is our main game. Uh, we also have uh, <laughs> copper and gold potential. Uh, lead and zinc comes with the silver, but uh, yes, we've shown silver has great potential in that area. It's a bit of an unknown for South Australia, and we're first movers on that opportunity. You know, there are huge costs associated with drilling, and uh, of course the need to get value for your shareholders. There can't be a sort of shotgun approach. Uh, technology helps, of course, in, uh, in you know away from the old panning days. Yeah, so we developed some advantages in using what is actually old technology, but in a new approach. Um, one step on from panning is uh, soil geochemistry, and we selected the area we're working in because there's only thin cover, and we realised with modern analytical techniques we could actually measure the metals we're looking for. So we went out and made the bold move of uh, applying regional soil geochemistry across 5,000 square kilometres of our tenements, and that's mapped new fields for us, uh, fields that were never known before, and the first field we tested uh, produced the uh, Paris silver discovery. Mm, very interesting. We'll get on to that one in a moment. Now, let's say you've selected the site. Now, what do you do? Uh, you have strange names for this drill site, like you mentioned uh, Paris. Where do they come from? The nearest uh, geographical location, Barry, was um, Helen Dam, and uh, the first prospect was uh, had a small outcrop, uh, had silver in it. Uh, but when we did our regional, or did our soil survey, uh, we saw a number of large targets well away from Helen. So we started naming them after the Trojan story. So Paris was the most obvious one, uh, Helen's husband. Uh, next one was Alexander, who turned out to be the same person. So, uh, yeah, the, the joke's on us. <laughs> it's interesting, isn't it? There they come up with these things. Reading your reports that you released to the Australian Securities Exchange, your company has found, and I would say, some of the most spectacular silver assays announced in Australia to date. If that's correct, uh, what are they, and why are you talking grams per tonne? Well, they are very high. Uh, silver is, a, like gold, a precious metal, uh, so you tend to talk uh, grams per tonne, uh, well, in the modern era anyway, when the, the uh, grades of gold mines and silver mines have gone down. Uh, basically, uh, it's just over 30 grams in an ounce. So you can talk about it, ounces of silver just like you can talk about um, uh, ounces of gold. But, uh, we've, yes, we've had some very high-grade intersections. We've also got some more bread and butter, typical of uh, silver deposit-type intersections, around the hundreds of grams. But uh, our best intersection's been uh, 11.6 metres at 3,646 grams, which, uh, if you 
do the uh, rough comparison with gold divide by 50, which is the mm. the, uh, the price ratio between gold and silver, it, it's equivalent to getting 70 grams uh, gold in an intersection. That's and that's wow, isn't it? Fairly shallow. That's wow, too. Of course it is shallow. Yeah, that makes it uh, more uh, more exciting. Now, it must be an exciting experience, especially, I don't know who stands around the drill when it comes up, but after much planning to get the assay results of a drill, which, you know, penetrated into the unknown depths of the earth. Do you see that when the drill comes up, or have you got to get it assayed first? Well, we start at the surface with a soil target. We don't know what's down there. We, we can guess. Once we start drilling, um, you've usually got to go through the weathered top uh, below the soil. The top of the deposit tends to be weathered and can be very difficult to recognise any silver minerals, so uh, very much reliant on uh, these days handheld XRF uh, machines, which actually can give an indication of whether silver's there. As we understand the deposit over time, Barry, uh, we, we, we start re- recognising the geology that contains the uh, silver mineralisation. In the fresh rock, we start to see sulphides, um, lead, lead sulphides, zinc sulphides, iron sulphides, and they are a pretty good indicator that the silver is going to be there. Uh, the silver is generally fine. Even when we've got very high grades, uh, we generally don't, we can't see the silver minerals. Hmm. You mentioned a machine, XRF. That sounds like some sort of a racing car, oh, but what yeah, is thanks, it? Thanks, Barry. Um, it's X-ray fluorescence. It uses X-rays. It bounces the X-rays off the machine, off sorry, off the minerals. And uh, if there's silver in there, it'll give a response that uh, can be calibrated into a, a, a fairly good estimate of the silver value. So from those that information you glean from the drill stems and the assays, that helps you make calculated decisions of where to drill next? As we are drilling, we are, and as we understand the deposit better, we, uh, we're looking to understand the geometry of the silver um, distribution. Uh, if we drill t- two adjacent holes, we can look at the compare the results and decide whether we want to drill a hole in between those two holes or indeed drill a hole under one of those holes that uh, may, if, if the geometry suggests more of a vertical um, disposition. But we seem to be dealing with a fairly flat line body of silver mineralisation at this stage. And this is Thursday Finance, Barry Preston. And we're talking to uh, John Anderson, Managing Director of a very active in, uh, exploration company, Investigator Resources. John, obviously um, the latest report indicate that you guys are very excited and, of course, obviously the shareholders about some new areas on your leases which indicate the presence of possibly more silver over a bigger area. Yes, uh, Barry. The Paris discovery came uh, probably fortuitously fairly early and it was a substantial target in its own right. And I must say we're working towards a resource estimation of uh, Paris very soon. But uh, recently we turned our attention to other uh, initial targets nearby and we've delineated uh, three other targets that look potentially bigger at the same stage of, uh, with, the, with the bigger soil signatures, um, Alexander, Hector and a possible um, copper uh, style of deposit associated with Hector uh, with, that we predict would occur with the style of uh, silver mineralisation we're finding. These are very exciting and we're about to start drilling those in parallel with the Paris work so we can decide where our priorities should be and make sure the Paris is not the, just the tail to a tiger next door. Uh, Alexander's only two kilometres away, uh, Hector's about 15 kilometres away. We've discovered a whole new field and we've got the opportunity to explore the, that field from the surface down. You know, your exploration leases are in close proximity to the huge Roxbury's downside and you have uh, detected an anomaly described as a high-priority ISOCG. What's that? Um, iron oxide copper gold uh, deposit. Uh, that's the style which Olympic Dam is. 
And when that, that was actually discovered in 76, 1976, and then as the industry got smart about how to look for more of them, uh, Prominent Hill and Carapatina were found nearby in 2001, 2005. That showed there's real opportunity in the Gawler Craton in South Australia to find more of these things, and that's one of the reasons we are doing what we're doing. Uh, our work at Paris is for the uh, precious metal type of deposits that would have formed the same time as the Olympic Dam. But further along in our tenements, we get into the deeper geology where there is potential for ISCGs. Uh, that was shown up, but this is on York Peninsula, and it was shown up by the company Rex finding hillside back in 2008. We're along the hillside trend on northern York Peninsula, and we're using a more classic technique. We're under a bit of cover there, so we can't use the soil geochemical technique, but we're, we're doing more standard geophysical exploration. That's using um, uh, remote sensing, if you like, magnetic fields and gravity fields to detect dense bodies, to detect magnetic bodies that um, are associated with IOCG deposits. So we've developed uh, one of these targets roundabout on the York Peninsula. It's looking very promising for the IOCG style of deposit and uh, it's in wheat fields over there as opposed to the pastoral leases elsewhere uh, that we're working on. And uh, yes, we're waiting to work in with the farming activities uh, so we can drill this particular roundabout ISCG target. The uh, iron ore, copper, gold. You mentioned that uh, a few things in there. You mentioned under cover. I assume that's the topsoil. And then you also mentioned in a corridor and you mentioned some impressive neighbours. Now, you're in South Australia, aren't you? What's this corridor thing? Well, that's our, um, our model, a different alternative model to the rest of the industry that took us into the southern Gawler Craton. Uh, basically, it's a trend that started to show up as more and more Olympic Dam Age deposits were found. We could see a trend, a northwesterly trend. There's one running from Carapatina through Olympic Dam and up to Prominent Hill on the northern side of the Gawler Craton. But further south towards Adelaide, where we're working, we could see another corridor of mineral deposits uh, starting to take shape. And that's why we pegged all the ground we did uh, through that area. Uh, it's, it's an important structural concept. It controls the geology in the earth. It uh, brings up the, um, the hot granites that mi create the mineralisation, and that's the reason uh, why the corridor's there. But, uh, well, empirically, we know it's looking pretty good, and empirically, we're using our soil geochemistry to make the um, make discoveries. So, really, uh, the main discoveries to date have been in the northern corridor, but uh, we believe we're leading in establishing the potential and uh, moving towards making more discoveries of Olympic Dam age in the southern corridor. That's a huge mine, that Olympic Dam, and of course, as we uh, you've told us that you're in the South Australia area, but your shareholders must be anxious, waiting for company reports, and of course, that next significant mineral find that the company's drilling. Uh, you're looking forward to that? Oh, very much so. I, I must say, Investigator is extremely well placed um, with its uh, exploration portfolio. I, I've been running exploration groups for quite some time now, and I must say Investigators is sitting very well at the moment. It's one of the best situations I've been involved in, so we are very excited. There's a lot of confidence that we've already shown the technique we're applying works, and the first target we've tested has become a silver deposit, and we're expecting to make more discoveries over the next short while. Matter of fact, we're testing those three around Paris um, in the next few months, and the the uh, report at the end of the September quarter should be uh, quite exciting. John, on behalf of everyone at 2NURFM, thank you very much indeed for your time. All the very best. We look forward to reading those reports on the Stock Exchange. Thank you very much, Barry. Bye. Thursday Finance on 2NURFM.